Super Fun Podcast. Welcome to the Super Fun Podcast. Welcome to the Super Fun Podcast. With Josh and Taylor. Hello everyone, how are we all doing today? Good day. Good day to you. Wow, wow, we wow. Wow, wow. Wow. Another day. Another dollar. <laughs> so what have we been up to this week? Huh? Um, what have you been doing, Josh? Not much, really. Not much. Um, for, th- for those who are going to be listening in the future, in the apocalyptic future of zombies and everyone killing each other, we are currently recording during the quarantine. So the coronavirus is going around. Uh, I have a bit of a panic attack this week, actually, Taylor. Oh, yeah? So I've been a bit of a, you know, I had a bit of a blocked nose. Mm-hmm. I sneeze. Oh, God. Everyone wanted to fucking kill me. It's mania out there. It's crazy, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. That's... Wow. Yeah. Just one little sneeze and everyone turns around and give you shit. People think you're dying. People think you're dying. That reminds me of the time I once... Um... I once accidentally my trousers fell off once Ooh. while I was walking around the shop, and and apparently it was sexual harassment. You can't do it in front of the children. Can't do it in front of the children. No, they need to learn sexual education. They need to learn it. And why do they just say not allowed in front of children? What about adults? Is that okay for them? I don't know. Uh, did you get their consent? I didn't ask. No. Mm, that might be the problem there. Uh, so that, that happened this week, or have you done? No, 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 no. That happened. Um, it never, never, oh, no, never happened. I made it up. I'm made sorry. it up. Okay, no, that's fine. Well, I, I, I wish it happened. Yeah. Well, so do I. So, um, what did you do this week? Um, nothing. Oh. So what is this podcast brought to us by? What uh, drink are we having? We have today. Mai Tai. So we have made each other Mai Tai. Uh, yeah, take a sip. Let me know what you think. Hmm. It's good. It's good. So what is in this? So we have one part amaretto, mm-hmm. one and a half parts rum, mm-hmm. two parts pineapple, and one orange juice. Now, I have to admit... I, I didn't do it properly. There should be a bit of bitters on top, which I completely forgot. But it's it's still good shit. It's, it's still good, good, shit. good shit. For those who are unaware, I used to be able to make drinks every now and again as hobby and leisure, and obviously work, unfortunately. And so every episode, we will be drinking a different. Co- well, I will be introducing a new cocktail. And I will be getting shit faced. Oh, by the way, of course it's shit. Talk Sunday! Hey-o! Hey-o! Welcome All to right. Shit Talk Sunday. So, I hope you're getting shit talked as well. <laughs> shit talked. <laughs> Every Sunday. This is going to be your new religion. If anyone ever tells you, what do you believe in? I, I believe, believe in, in Josh JT and... Super Fun. Exactly. I believe in Josh and Taylor with the Super Fun JTs. Right. So, um, in our original episode, we were planning to um, choose an album. Not an album, a year, even. A year. And we forgot. Yes, so when we did the introduction, every episode we're going to be randomising a year and as unprofessional... As we are. ...podcasters we are, we forgot. We, we do, sorry about that. But, but we did randomise a year and to let you all know, we ended up on the year... 1976. Wow. That was a long time ago. Do you remember anything from 1976? No. 
partly because you weren't born? Uh, probably. Uh, I'd say 50% that reason. Hmm. So, um, do we have any... Uh, well, what do you have to tell me about the year 1976? Any... Play the jingle. Facts of the year! Well, there is three things I thought would be very relevant to know and to discuss before starting this. The first one would be, it is the year Rocky and Taxi Driver got released. Two classic films. Oh, they are good movies. I haven't seen either, but... I take Dude, your word for you it. I've never seen... Fuck me. You, you must know some of the quotes from there. You're talking to me? Oh, You're talking yeah, to oh, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, it's got Danny DeVito in, actually, I think. <laughs> yeah, something like that. <laughs> and who's Rocky? Um, it's a chocolate bar, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, Rocky is a fucking banging <laughs> a chocolate really, bar. I haven't had one. They used to do no. Rocky uh, uh, cookies as well. They were amazing. The cookies? They did cookies and they had, like, chunks of chocolate, like, the size of my thumb. No idea that They one. were amazing. Okay, well that, that's something to look for in the chocolate aisle in the future. I haven't seen them for 10 years. <laughs> you sound very sad about that. <laughs> it's been long 10 years. It's, it's been a while. <laughs> uh, so, second fact, I think this one is going to be for you, Taylor. Okay. Henri, 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 Andre, Andre, there we go. Andre the Giant unofficially crowned the greatest drunk on earth after consuming a total, hold on, professionalism I know, consuming 119 cans of beer, which is the equivalent of 41 litres in six hours. 41 litres of beer in six hours. Fuck. That is a giant task. Uh, he was a giant man. He was a giant man. I bet he was hung like a donkey as well. <laughs> uh, so we will never know. We will never know. Well, maybe, well, maybe we'll find a girl. Find yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's some pictures well, out what, there. What more can you tell me about yeah. the year? And, well, the last one I have to give you, it was also the year of Apple... Uh, Apple Company. They released the first computer in 1976 as oh. well. Shockingly, don't take advice from this co-founder. I should have wrote the name, but I didn't write the name because but fuck it. It's not important. Money. Fuck him. He, he made a bad decision. Who needs to know? After 12 days, one of the co-founders sold his shares for $800. <laughs> Imagine that. Ouch. Ouchie. Imagine that. Dude, like... Do you want to sell your chairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much are you going to give me? I'll give you 500. No, no, no. Give me 800. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And How then... much is it worth now? Oh, I, I, I should have wrote this down as well. Very unprofessional. I promise, guys, in the future, this is not going to happen. However, I did read something. It was like equivalent of millions. One million dollars. I think... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was an extortionate amount. Like it was crazy how much more he would have earned. Oh, so Matt, yeah, don't take advice from a co-founder who fucked up. No, no, definitely don't. Remain sell, nameless. Don't start a company and then sell your shares after twelve days. You twelve days, yeah. Give it twelve idiots. months. Give it yeah, a year. Like, see where it goes. Like that's what we're gonna do with the podcast. Yeah, I'm not gonna sell my shares yet. Yeah, Wait until next week. <laughs> Well, no, two weeks, 12 two, days. Right, yeah, two yeah, weeks, 12, you know. 12, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, a week and a half. 14 days. 14 days. I'll give it two more days than he did. <laughs> exactly. And then we're going to be... Well, I'll be laughing because you said it to me. <sighs> and then in, like, 20 years' time, it'll be super amazing, it'll be worth, fun. It'll be worth, like... Um, money. More. 
Or less. Like one pound more. One pound fifty. So, um, what album have you got to talk to us about today? I, I suppose, yeah, we should begin, shouldn't yeah. we? Uh, well, my album today, I thought I'd start off with the one that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have gone for the Eagles. Well, not the Eagles. Eagles. Hotel California. Hotel California. Okay. Hotel California. Tell me more. Well, uh, I'll, I'll give you a little story about this. Uh, I have a vinyl collection at, uh, at home. I buy secondhand vinyls. And I was in the, the vinyl shop one day. Yep. Browsing through Hotel California. And I had listened to it as a kid. Fucking banging album. It was really, really good. <coughs> it's a fucking banging album. It's really, really good. And obviously everyone knows the classic of a song. I fell in love with this album instantly because of the secondhand purchase. It had a poster inside and everything. Oh. I think I, I paid like £4 for this. And I, I hope in the future, like this podcast, it's going to be worth a lot fucking more. shit tons of money. So um, how does it look? What does it look like? It's, it's pretty cool. It's, I think it's in Beverly Hills or something like that. Uh, it's a, a classic of a cover. I think if you see shall it... We, shall, we, shall we... Jamie, get that shit up. Get the poster up. So what am I looking for? Hotel California. Hotel California. With eagles. And so, yeah, as you can see, the album cover is quite a classic one for those oh, who are... Uh, that's a pretty beautiful album cover. It is, isn't it? It's got a bit of a sunset with some trees. and picture of a hotel. A picture of a hotel, obviously. In California. Um, obviously, like I said before, the, 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 the best song is Hotel California on there. But I'm not going to choose that as my standout song. No. I'll, I'll wait for that in a moment. What I really like about the album is... The skills that every member has. I don't know how much you know about Eagles, but all of them basically sing. Yeah. Um, I know the the two guitarists have their own solo records, and when they all sing together, it's so... It's beautiful, man. It's really, really beautiful. Um, obviously, the, the skills and how they do the solos, the bass player as well, they each have their own songs. With Hotel California, especially the single, I like the fact that there's so many stories to it. Now, yep. my favourite one is that it's apparently based on vampires. What? That's, yeah. That's my favourite one. However, the, the, the writer of the song has gone on record to say it's not... Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it's about. It's oh, all to your imagination. Oh, and it's definitely vampires. Is that, well, maybe it could be about anything. Who knows? Um, but I, I like the, particularly the line goes... Um, you can always come, but you can never leave, never or something leave. like that. Yeah. You can become a vampire, but you can never unbecome. Exactly. A it's, so it's like little things like that. So that's what I really like about it. Yeah, Spooky. Uh, this single. However, uh, the album itself is really, really good. It flows really nicely. Uh, if I ever produce a record like that, uh, you know, I I would be fucking absolutely amazed with this. So you know, I have to say my standout song would be Try and Love Again. Try and Love Again. The reason I'm going to choose this song is because everyone knows Hotel California. And the Eagles are so much better than that. They, they, I, if you listen to the greatest hits, they have songs after songs after song. This one is never on any of the greatest hits. And it is a beautiful song. It's not the rockiest. It's probably not the most traditional. But... Once again, it's going about the, the skills of the, the level playing of the instruments and the just the, the way they sing together. It's really, really beautiful. I don't, I don't think I've ever heard it. it. It's not a very well-known song. I think it's number number eight or number seven on the album. Right. Well, what do you say? Should we have a listen to the song? Shall we give what it we a think? listen? Yeah. Well, 
Uh, obviously, the Eagles will um, probably pull our pants down if we play this yeah, on the podcast. Yeah, so we're, so. we're going to take a little we'll, break and drink our Mai Tai, and we'll, we'll come back. We'll see you in a second. We'll talk and about We'll this. give al- uh, album number one from Taylor. So. And we're back. What did you think? That was actually really uh, beautiful, actually. Right? Uh, it, for me, it seemed like um, the typical song... Uh, they would never put it in a movie because it's the Eagles. Um, they'd want the movie just payment. Um, but it's like the typical song, maybe for the credits, actually. It's yeah. like a really, like, feel-good, everything kind of, like... Smooth. ...is resolved. Yeah. And once again, uh, is his number eight or number nine, I can't remember how... I think it's nine songs to the album, so it's number eight. Yeah. And when you listened from song to song to song... Beforehand, you got like more rocky, a little bit more country, but then you get to that one, and it's just such a perfect way to fade out towards the end of the album. I could imagine driving in a convertible, yes, along, along the, the seafront, yes, isn't it? In California, oh, in the summer, oh, yes. So yeah, that that would be my number, my what well, my standout song from the album. Once again, Hotel California would be the most popular one, but I'm gonna add that uh, uh, that song to the playlist. And once again, it's called Try and Love Again. Beautiful song. So uh, actually, I want to say one more thing. The mix of that song as well. Um, Probably the whole album, if we're honest. I, I haven't heard the whole album, but the mix is clean. None of this modern day, overly loud, distorted shit. It's everything has its own Natural. place. Yeah. Organic. It's not. I think you're going to find that with a lot of the 70s albums compared yeah. to modern day. Modern, I, I do feel. Well, I, I, okay, this is something that I, I did actually want to touch on today. Mm. With the albums that I'm going to be covering today, I'm not sure is it the same for you, but most of them have a maximum of nine tracks to the album. And I do feel that that makes a big, big change. Because now they're looking for 13, 14, yeah. even more so, and they have more pressure on to write the album. Whereas I find with less songs, maybe the quality is better. Back, back in the 70s, when obviously you were making albums for vinyl and you had a limit of 40 minutes, you, you wouldn't, you'd get rid of any of the stuff that wasn't killer. Shit. Yeah, all, literally, that's the, the, the expression, all killer, no filler. Yeah. In modern days, yeah, you write like 15 songs. Yeah, ten of them are right, five of them are shit. Oh, who cares? You've got the space. Come Most on. of them are skits and kind yeah. of shit that we're doing on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, imagine if we had an hour to talk and we only really needed 30 minutes. 20. 25. <laughs> we, we will do the maths afterwards. We will call this one and we'll see how much we got. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. uh, do you want to go on to your... Yes. Number one album. My first album is... It took me a long time to decide because obviously 1976 is packed of, let's be honest, amazing albums. But I chose Rainbow Rising. Ooh, now I do like a bit of Rainbow. I never listened to an album fully, I don't think. But Rainbow is. I'm going to have to say, I was very pleased to have listened to it. Um, a bit of background if you don't know what, who Rainbow are. Um, it was founded by. Um, What's his name? Richie Blackmore, who, if you obviously don't know, he was the guitarist of Deep Purple. And the singer of Rainbow is no one else other than Dio. Dio! A very bad impression. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Dio probably has the greatest voice in metal, if not all of rock. Better than Ozzy? (sighs) 
better singer. He's a better singer than Ozzy. Okay. Ten out of ten. I I I, I find Ozzy it hard has to a voice that that fits with Black Sabbath, honestly. But yeah. Dio could fit in in more with places, most yeah. bands, most rock and roll, and his rah that kind of yeah oh, that so, deep energy. It's so beautiful. Well, so how how's the album? What's, oh, what's cracking? Well, let's uh, let's have a quick look at the the album cover, Rainbow Rising. If I remember, it's actually yes, yeah, yeah. So with the hand it's, and the rainbow going through. I first looked at it, I thought rainbow a bit yeah, but it's actually really epic. The album cover. Yeah, that is it's, cool with the clouds. It, it's and like sorcerers, sorcerers, wizards, that kind of colorful like as well. Castles, medieval kind of thing. Yeah, it's just. Really cool. I wonder whose hand that is. Probably Dio's. <laughs> Who knows? Actually? Who knows? It's the hand of God. The hand of rainbow. <laughs> so um, I have a. Li- I just made a little note of every single song. Uh, the album starts with a song called Tarot Woman, which honestly starts with a full minute and a half of synth. Okay. Synth solo. Mm-hmm. And then it just comes in with a really fucking heavy song. I probably for me the second best song on the album. Just okay. Real, like it, when it, everything comes in, it's just like, yes, this is what I'm into. Um, goes through a few songs. One called "Run with the Wolf," very bluesy. It's okay, typical '70s rock song. Then we have "Starstruck," another good song. Didn't write anything about it because honestly, it's your typical rock song. Again, with "Do You Close Your Eyes," and the final song in the album. I'm not talking about the main one. It's called... Um, What's the main one? Light in the Black, which has a really cool synth solo. But oh, my standout song is called Stargazer. Okay. Have I, you heard Stargazer? Uh, I probably heard of the song. I, I, don't, I, I can't say I recognise it now. I've never listened to it all the way through, but when I did this time, it is amazing. Shall we have a little listen? Shall we have a little listen? Yes, indeed. All right. Well, we'll be back in literally two seconds in your... In your world. In your world, but in our world, we'll it's be back eight. in three... Oh, <laughs> eight minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> Bloody hell. Okay, we'll be back what in eight minutes. Wow. <laughs> it's, uh... It, you know, it's yeah. one of those things uh, you listen to an album and, you, you you know, the more you listen to it, the better it gets. Yeah. It, I find that in a way with this song, the longer that the song goes on, I can see why it's eight minutes because the, the build-up, the layup, the, as I was saying to you towards the end, the... They just keep adding things. For those who've not heard the song yet, if you know who Dio is, I have to say it's very typical Dio, Dio, but in a very good way, like in a very, very good way. Good. Proper rock, proper in your face, no fucking shits given. I said my favourite lyric from this part is literally him just saying, now look, 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 look. Look, ah, oh, because of the way he sings it, it's just so powerful. No, I, I have to give you that top draw, top draw. Yeah, so that's very, my very standout good. song. It's definitely going on the Spotify Super Fun playlist. Yes, which we will try to sort out today. <laughs> we will get there eventually. Okay, guys, um, we'll we, we'll share it around. We'll share the love. We'll share the music, and but now it's time for. 
Have you heard of? 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 So, Josh, have you heard of um Norringia? No. Okay, and now it's time for Agony Bros. Oh, help us! Agony Bros. So here we have uh, some emails from from the listeners. Bearing in mind we only released the introduction last week, the emails have been flooding in, dude. Oh, I can't even. I don't even have time to read them. Uh, me, I, I just picked the first two. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> first come, first serve. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so it, um, it, it helps if you got a nice name. I'll give you that. You know, if, that's I, true. if I see you got like well, if you send Jennifer, picture, if you send a picture with it. <laughs> Well, I'll give that one to Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, who are we helping out today? So, I will go start with the first one. The first one, we have... Oh, it's got no name on it. Please oh, put your names on this, Jesus. guys. For fuck's sake. You know, you want us to be professional. you got to be fucking professional too, guys. Fucking listeners, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, so, the first one. He's not even spelled it correctly. He got how... <laughs> God, who wrote these? <laughs> Some fucking knobhead. <laughs> How could, in fact... Oh, okay. So I think I know what he's trying to say. I think I know what he's trying to say. So I heard that you could, in fact, get STDs from oral sex. Oh, we do have a name. He's in the middle of the fucking question. It's normally <laughs> at the end. Okay. Uh, let me so start that. Whoever wrote this uh, email did it in fucking third person? I don't know. Fuck him. So, Rachel has emailed, fuck you, Rachel, making things difficult. So, Rachel has emailed with a misspelling. I heard that, in fact, you can get STDs from oral sex. How can you catch STD over the phone? Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a tricky thing. I mean, OK, we'll start by uh, uh, me saying I'm not a doctor. Oh, come on, dude. I mean, no, I'm not, don't I'm not. put yourself down. In, in the traditional sense, I'm not a doctor. I love doctor. Perhaps, but a medical doctor? No. Well, I, I think if someone gives you advice, everyone can be a doctor. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, well, oh, well, I guess what I would say is... Um, put a condom over the phone. Put a condom over the phone, yeah, or... Um, don't get too close to it. Don't get too close. Put on loudspeaker and go to the other room. And, Rachel, I hope we've been able to help you out with the STD over the phone problem. Yeah, um... Rachel, choose your man wisely. Make sure he gets tested before you start having phone sex. Yeah, that, that, that's also. Make sure you, you meet him first. Or maybe her. Well, Ooh. no. You, I don't know. I who don't knows? Know. Fuck who him. Knows? Who knows? So the next email we got um, is, again, no name, but um, somebody saying that apparently wearing two condoms is actually less effective because of the increased friction. Um, because if you wear two condoms, um, you start a fire. Um, is this true? Um, I think if I was in the middle of a forest and I really needed a fire, I think two pieces of wood would be better than two condoms. Yeah, I wouldn't. It would. I be think the first lubrication thing. might be a bit of a problem. It wouldn't be the first thing to cross my mind if I needed fire. Yeah. Oh, well, I know. I'll oh, crack one out. Thank fuck! I had two condoms in my bag, <laughs> and I'm in the mood. Does it matter if it's out of date? Oh, you know, if it expired like two days ago, is I, that I, be... perhaps, perhaps um, if they're out of date. 
Uh, condoms might be prone to spontaneous combustion. <laughs> you know, uh, you leave them out long enough, they might start smouldering and catching fire. Um, maybe you could like make them like a balloon, and you can use them like an egg. Or once the fires oh, go in, like, yeah, like the uh, those the things, pump, the, the pumps, the yeah. fire pumps. Um, well, interesting question. Interesting uh, I love the um, the name. Um, I I guess so. Who knows? I, I I don't know why you would need two condoms. So the no. the person that you're fucking must be fucking dirty. <laughs> Or an animal. Or, yeah, literally <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. Well, well, thank you for your emails. Keep them coming in. Remember, coming. first come, first serve. Yeah, so, maybe right? put a name and, name and uh, structure it in the way that we can actually answer yeah, it. Yeah, we're, 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 come on, guys. We're not going to be putting that much effort into it. We're just going to read it. Yeah, Jesus. If you put the name in the middle, then it just makes things confusing, Rachel. Yeah, I do blah, blah, blah. Rachel, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. fucking knob. Bitch. Bitch. Yeah. All right, so who's doing the next album? Oh, um, album again. number... Album number two. So, Taylor, <sighs> you're going to be starting this one. I see the yes. drinks are going down nicely. How, how is it going? very down? nicely. In yeah. fact, um, perhaps while we're listening to the next song, we should get another one. Oof. I don't know about that. Am I, am I getting paid for these drinks? Barman service. Tips. Um, did you not eat a pizza earlier? Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> So I, I decided to um, listen to an album I've never heard before. Never. Um, so I, I decided to choose the album Amigos by Santana. Now, I don't know anything about Santana. Me I, neither. I, I know the name. I but... know the name. I know that the guy, the, the main guy is a guitarist. No lyrics, right? Uh, no. Well, no, not really. Um, not really much information about them online either. They're basically a Latin... Rock band, fusion, jazz, that kind of thing. I, I, I'm actually surprised that they released the album in 1976. I thought it'd be more 80s and 90s. Well, their their uh, discography is huge. To yeah, be fair. well, yeah, yeah, I imagine that. I know they release an album like every two years or something. Yeah. Um. So, I honestly I can't remember all of the songs off the top of my head anymore because they're all quite weird. But um, for example, the first song is like a groovy atmospheric dance song. Okay. Uh, second song is jazzy. Third one starts with Congo drums. <laughs> and it's. I like the mix. I it like gets the mix. really, really fucking funky. Honestly. Is, is it a nice mix though? Is the album going through smoothly or is it like. Yeah. It's like I'd, you're in a bar and no, you're listening a, to a DJ? It's like, no, it's like you're at a bar, not listening to a DJ, but you're in a nice little jazz bar and there's a really groovy band in the background. It's, oh, okay. Like there was no. I honestly, there wasn't a standout song, but neither were any of the songs bad. It was kind of like a, you can listen to this song while honestly having sex. <laughs> it's that kind of um, that kind of thing. Um, so the guy with the two condoms being happy. Yeah, um, he could start a fire. <laughs> I'm going to show you the the album art. See what you think of it. I think it looks really weird, which is actually really um, good because it fits well with the album. Um, it just looks. Really Ooh, interesting. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, really psychedelic, druggy. Yeah. Um, but the, the musicianship is brilliant. Um, there was one song on the album when I was listening to it, I recognised it. It's like an epic guitar solo. Um, but it's not my standout song, I'm afraid. 
What is your standout song? It's the one with the Congo drums. Oh, good man. I was excited when you said that one. That was the one that I was hoping you would pick. Now, let's hear it. Dude, I have to say, that was fucking good. That was fucking good. Oh, you had exactly the same reaction as me when it started with the Congo drums. It was like, oh, okay. And then the bass. As soon as the bass comes in, and then it all goes... I'm picturing 70s cocktail bar, uh, everyone dancing... Um, as he mentioned earlier, with like the, you know, you could background music with a live band playing. I can definitely picture that. Um, fantastic, seriously, yeah, fantastic. I... But what strikes me the most is the bass. The bass sound throughout that song, with uh, the, him playing the, the solo in the background. He, he honestly, very, very good. Yeah. Uh, so this album, in, in general, uh, uh, really good find. Honestly, um, so happy I listened to it. Probably won't listen to it again, except the song, <laughs> except Let Me and um, Europa, which is a really cool guitar solo. And that one was, sorry, Let Me, was it? Yes. Okay. And listen to that on our Spotify playlist. Super fun Spotify playlist. All right, so what's... So over to my album number two. So I've all, I'm going to go with an album that I'd never heard of. Uh, similar situation to you, Electric Like Orchestra. Now, I've always heard of the band. Um, What's the name of the album? The name of the album is... I can't remember. Is it a break a new record? World New Record, that was it. Yes, yeah, so World New... No, Record, not all. A New World Record. New World Record, there we go. Um, I've heard of the band. It's obviously, very, you know, for diehard fans, I'm sure you wanting to kick my face in right now to say, <laughs> you don't know who they are. Um, but I, I know they are very, very famous, but honestly, I have never I ever listened to them. I only know one of the songs, the, the typical, the, the song. Uh, they do have goes. one, I can't remember how it goes now, but they do have one song, uh, which I didn't, like, I wouldn't have known it was this band, to be honest with you. Um, it's but because, guy. That's the that. Yes, that's it, that's it. Now, I knew they were extremely famous, so I thought, you know, I have to listen to this album. Uh, in fact, this year, they actually, not this year now, I mean this year, <laughs> 76, they released two albums, and oh. I've gone for uh, a world new record. Now, I'll be honest with you, the first song, I thought, oh, I'm going to regret this, because I, I, it's not that it was a bad song, it's just not my style. Uh-huh. What kind of music is it? Is it rock or...? Well, that, that's the interesting thing. This is the interesting thing. So the first song, I was a bit like, okay, it's all right. It's quite sort of uh, space, sort of, you know, think about the spaceship. Atmospheric? Atmospheric, yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, and then it hit the second song, and the second song, I was like, okay, maybe it would be all right. Now, I'll be honest with you, it is a fucking brilliant album it's really really fucking good i understand now more the first song that i've listened to the album it's one of those things uh it flows absolutely amazingly like it tells a really nice story uh you feel like that you're on an adventure every song is slightly different but in the same sort of style uh as you can tell by the name it's orchestra and some of the songs you can hear like the cello and the stuff in the background uh, I, I don't know what exactly instruments they use, but it you know it's really really big and epic, and then sometimes it can be so small and innocent in a second, and it's really really fucking good. Uh, Jeff Lynn or Line, I'm guessing Lynn, I, I think Jeff, how you yeah, say his name. Possibly. 
um, mentioned, I read, that this is the album where he felt that songs started to flow. Uh-huh. And this is, in fact, the sixth album. So he's had five uh, albums previously with experience, but this is the first album that he's felt that it started to flow. And I think that really reflects on this record. Um, really, really put together. I, I didn't know any of the songs on this particular album until I came to Living Thing. Now, you, Taylor, I, I'm sure you might go, oh, I don't know what Living Thing is, but if I played it to you, I, you, you would have heard okay. maybe once or twice, okay? Uh, but yeah, it really, really nice. It doesn't feel like the change of the pace. It smooths. Yeah, no, it's really, really good. For those who really want to check out uh, an album of theirs, I, I don't know any other albums. Maybe there is. <laughs> Maybe there are better. Maybe there are better. <laughs> if, if any listeners out there who've taken a piss out of me right now, please tell me. Send me an email. Yeah, too. let us know. What, we... What's the email address? JTSuperfunAtGmail? It was indeed dot com. Dot so com. yeah, if you have any listeners out there who. You know, you say, Josh, you are an absolute knob. Then tell me that. Yeah, Please tell me that. We would love to hear the better ones, if there are. Uh, I think the good thing about this is the fact that we can almost treat it like it's a new record. I think that's the problem yeah, that's now. The, that's is the as well. You know, so I, I, I can stay with this record for six months and then in six months start listening to a new one, yeah. like it's a new release and get excited about it. Because that's, that's one of the things I used to do with my weekends with my friends, just go to the record shop and... New music. New music, exactly. So that's how I'm going to treat it. So if there is better ones, please do tell me. As far as standout songs, I'm going to have to go with Second From Last once again with Do Ya. The reason so, because this is possibly one of the songs It's straight rock. Uh, throughout the song, it's quite mixed, and it doesn't rep- necessarily represent the song. But once again, if you listen to track number one, to track number nine or eight, or I can't remember how many there is on this record, it really it fits perfectly. It's a bit like the um, the Eagles originally. Yeah. It is just that perfect moment to put this particular song. Uh, so if you listen to track numbers five, six, yeah. seven, and then this one. It's just perfect, and once again, it's straight rock, and that—that's my—that's my. It's actually quite know. interesting that we've most for most of the albums so far, we've chosen the second to last song as the standard. Have we really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's it's because it's in the water in seventy six, <laughs> or maybe it's just that, that this is the way that they planned albums back then. They maybe chose the second to last song as maybe not. An, a palate cleanser. But I think now, nowadays, modern days, it's probably more the last song that they would... See, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Hmm, like, because I always feel like they saved, like, the epic to the second to last, and then they go back and do, like, another, like, uh, a rockier one. Well, once again, I feel that if they did put this song last, it wouldn't be as good. Oh. So, that, that's, that's, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Hmm. Let's listen. Let's listen. Well, once again, that was a really good song. It's going to be difficult to choose the best of the six, and we've only gone through four songs. Yeah. Uh, I was saying to him while we're listening to the song, one of the reasons I absolutely love this song is throughout the album, it takes you on this journey. It's like that you're you're in a tour bus or maybe even on a spaceship or something like that. And with that song, how it kind of goes through, it's like you're back on Earth. Uh, especially the ending, it feels like that they delivered you personally to your bed 
Uh, yeah, that's, that's you know, exactly it's like it's just the way that it, the album transforms you is fantastic. It's like literally, it's like a climax at the end as well. Yeah. Uh, um, I loved the harmonies, the vocal harmonies. Once again, it's, it, it doesn't really represent the album that well. Uh, I'll be honest with you, the, the whole album is not like that, but it is, it's definitely catches your ear straight away and. Yeah, no, seriously, fucking good album. I, I'm, I'm so glad that I came across this. And Electric Light Orchestra, I'm definitely going to be listening to you again. I'm definitely going to listen to that song again. And the name of the song for you on the playlist was, once again, Electric Light Orchestra with... Do Ya. Do Ya. Not Do You, Do Ya. Do Ya. Okay. What do we have next, Josh? So, I had this came looking for some research about... 1976. And have you ever heard of about the heist of the century? I have not. Well, I thought this would be quite interesting. And I, I, I just wanted to go through and basically tell you about this heist Ooh, that happened in France. Story. Okay. You get a little story. Story time with story Joshua. Time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this was considered at the time of the crime the biggest or the largest heist ever at that moment. Okay. okay. Now, before I begin, I, there, there was a bit confusing because I originally read this story from the guy who wrote the book. But upon doing further research, it actually contains another person called Albert Spaghetti. Sorry if I'm pronouncing the name terribly. Spaghetti? 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 Spaghetti. <laughs> I'm going to call him Albert. Okay, let's just stay with that. And so let me give you a bit of a backup story. Let okay. me give you a backup story. So Albert spent time in prison. Uh -huh. He was a parachuter and a photographer. Oh, okay. So he's got a, quite, a, quite a personality. Uh, apparently he have a poster, not a poster, a picture, shall I say, of Hitler on his wall. Is he German? He's not German. That's a, he must be Italian. No, with that he's name. French. He's French. What? Yeah. A French person has a picture of uh, Hitler. Yes. That, so, okay. And he come to a point in his life where he was generally bored of his law-abiding life. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, he wanted to be someone different. He wanted a taste of the lawlessness. Well, he's already been to prison, you know, so he's had a bit of dick in his ass and he wants a bit a more. Bit more. So, uh, I don't know how or you know exactly how this worked, but he found out that the sewage to the vault of this particular bank was going to be empty. I, I thought sewage was always going to be empty. I, I don't know. I, I would think sewage would be constantly running. Yeah. I, I, the way I gathered empty, I thought he meant empty with people, but I, I, maybe it's empty with shit. Who knows? <laughs> and so he knew that it was going to be closed for a couple of weeks. So he came up with this elaborate plan to break into the bank. Mm -hmm. So he assembled this crew, okay? Guess how long it took to dig from the sewage up to the vault? Six days. Two months. Fuck it. Two yeah. months of digging, digging through shit. Digging through shit. Well, it was empty apparently, but well, still what, what the smell. What are you digging? Well, I, I, I guess you're kind of digging up into the concrete, yeah. you know. Uh, so it took two months digging. It says here, just give me one second, Zoe, guys. 
It said here, he took some precautions during the dig. While his men worked long hours continuously drilling, he told them not to drink coffee or alcohol and to get at least 10 hours of sleep every shift to avoid dangers to the mission. So which is sensible. First person to think of, um, what's it called? Occupational health and safety. Yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe he is. As a robber. <laughs> yeah, criminal. Robbers have more rights than normal people. Exactly. Uh, so he's obviously a very intelligent person as well. Yeah. You know, you don't want fucking people fucking up. Uh, and so altogether, there was installing 100 metres of electrical cables for lighting to reach a place where they dig eight metres tunnelled into the banks. Now, it's important to remember the banks didn't actually have any alarms. There was no alarm to this bank. So obviously, they couldn't break in inside because of the vault yeah. of the door. So they broke upwards. But when they came in, there was no alarms, which is crazy, really. You would have thought that. Nowadays, yeah. You would have thought that would be the first thing. Hey, we better get like a dog or something to... I mean, normally, I guess you'd have just some guys outside watching it. Eating donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, is it in France, this? Oh, this is in France. Eating so... cheese. Croissants. Croissants, cheese. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this, is, this is typical France in a minute. Yeah. Okay, so this is typical France. Okay, so uh, they use rubber rafts installing 100 meter cables to get in. Once they broke into the vault at the weekend, uh, they went off, they went away with four, 46 million francs, which is the equivalent of 29 million euros, 26 million dollars. Uh, sorry, thirty-six million dollars and twenty-six million pounds, which in seventy-six was quite a lot of money. Even now, that's a spare bit of change. Now, this is what I think is the best part of this story. Uh-huh. Was I not pronouncing that name again? Uh, Albert <laughs> bought his men meals, including wine and pate, and reportedly they sat down in the vault and had a picnic lunch after wielding the vault door shut. On the inside, they left a note on the wall, Sans Amenes Mihane Ni Valences, which translated to without weapons, hatred, and violence. Just imagine. Cocky, Cocky as fuck. Just imagine that. A load of animals, a shitload of money eating pate and having a glass of wine. I think that's. Who put a phone in here? Jesus. Fucking. But silence! It's like a cinema! So that's, that's the equivalent of saying we didn't even have to try. Pretty much. But it's two months. So you can't say they didn't try. OK, well, we had no problems doing this. This is where I feel the story gets a little bit confusing. OK. Later on, another French gangster who claims he masterminded this, Jack Cassandri, published a book saying how they did it. He published this book after he could not be trialled. Because I think there's a law in France after, I don't know, X, Y, Z years, you you can't be tried for robbery. So after that was over, he wrote this book. For me, it it sounds like a mafia beef. I think one guy got pissed off. He said, oh, yeah, he only played a little part. I masterminded this. And he's like, well, yeah, fuck off. He actually got caught money laundering. (laughs) And apparently he only went away with two million. So you, hold on, so you walked away with 46 million francs and yet you only got two million and yet you're the mastermind? I don't think so. No, he must have been at the most part of the gang and they split all between them or something. Exactly. 
I think he just trying to take credit, and the other guy dead. So you yeah, know, then of course he was. He's yeah. trying to take credit for something. Um. So yeah, what's your opinion? I don't know. Like, launder your money before you write the book. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the sensible option. That Although, if you're going to write a book, you're going to make some money for that, aren't you? Especially yeah. if it's about a heist. I, I thought quite interesting. I, 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 you know, think in 76, you know, power tools wouldn't have been the same, I'm sure, as hammer and chisel. Do you reckon, do you reckon they were listening to uh, Do Ya? Voila. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, well, I don't know, what's, what song have we chosen so far? That's the perfect bank heist song. Um, the bank heist, uh, probably Stargaze? Uh, it's not really a, I don't uh, know. a, robbery, a robbing song. No, I didn't, yeah, we, we need to think of a robbing song. Maybe the Congos. <laughs> Maybe the Congo, you know, dum 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 dum. So, wow! If you know any more about this heist, and if you know if it's either Cassandri or Spaghetti who did it, <laughs> uh, let us know. And if you have any other interesting stories, actually, um, send them in. Yeah, please. We we would love to know. We would absolutely love to know. Right. Uh, so next up, what have we got now? Album number three. So, what is this for us, Josh? What do you have for us? Well, we have... Well, I, I say we. I, sorry. I have gone for an album that I have listened to a couple of times in the past. Um, mainly because of South Park. Yes, uh, the, the fantastic... Uh, cartoon, whatever you call it. Kids, watch South Park. I'm sure you enjoy it. And the, 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 I, you, with Boston, I have heard of before because they got a song called More Than A Feeling. Of course. Yes. Um, and it is a good song. Admittedly, that's possibly the only song I know of them. <laughs> I was watching South Park one day and there was a, a scene. I, do you ever watch South Park? Yeah. So, you know when he, uh, Carl's dad is trolling Denmark? Well, he's trolling everyone yeah, yeah. And on Facebook and stuff and sending, and everyone thinks it's Cartman yeah. and Dix, but it's actually the dad. Uh-huh. So there's a scene where I think we just found out that it was the dad who's the troll. And he's like, uh, the wife goes to him, oh, honey, you come and come to bed. He goes, no, I'm just going to stay up for a little while. And he pours himself a glass of wine. And he starts trolling. He sits trolling. down and he starts trolling. This song, Smoking, came on, and boom. I was like, damn, this is fucking good. It's groovy. And it's like, and I was like, okay, I like this song. Shit, I damned it, and it happened to be Boston. So after that, I listened to it, you know, the, the whole album twice, and that was it. Until the day that we decided to do this podcast, and we, you know, we anim- we did the randomizer, it was 1976, and I looked, and this was one of the albums, I thought I'd give it a go. I'm fucking glad I did. Seriously, so, so good. And it was the debut by Boston, uh-huh. it was their very first album, and I did a, a little cheeky search onto the album, and I, there is some fascinating stories that I think you would actually, like, admire them a little bit. Tell me more. Bearing in mind that this was the debut, yeah. Okay, it's so a debut. Uh, they they took they sent out a demo and everyone rejected them. I think even Epic Records rejected them, who then later signed them. Uh, so you get a record contract. They're like, we want you to record in our studio. Yeah. Okay. The guy, I think it's Skulls. Uh, yeah, Skulls or something like that. Uh, basically said, no, nah, 
I, I want to do it at home. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had a disagreement. So Scholes then uh, hired a producer to kind of do the Lincoln Man. The producer was a friend of his. Yeah. And they made up this elaborate plan to hire out this studio to do everything like properly. So Epic Records thinks, yes, they're doing it. When the whole time they're actually recording in his house. And with some of the demos, they they didn't even bother re-recording it. They just copied from the demo and put it onto the album. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it was fascinating to read. And there's another story I read where the producer uh, gave the, the one of the other guitarists or the, the singer um, a $1,000 worth guitar, uh-huh. where the leading single, More Than A Feeling, was actually recorded with a $100 acoustic guitar. <laughs> so it's little things like that. And I, I just think to have the balls to, you know, you just you wanted to be a rock star. You've been trying this for like five years or whatever. You get your record deal and you're like, yeah, fuck you guys, I'm going to do what I want. Uh, it's, it's incredible. The, now, the album cover itself is... Cool, right? I don't know what it is. Is it mushrooms? Is it jellyfish? Is it I, UFOs? I think, I think it's UFO mushrooms. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> Because I think it looks like you're picking the mushroom off the ground, but it's like you're going away with the spaceship. I mean, it's a cool album. Uh, I just want to pay attention to the appearance of the band. Yeah. We're looking on, not Google, Yahoo. <laughs> and we got the picture of the band here. How fucking cool do they look? <laughs> Especially that guy. <laughs> they look like um, you could have gone into any super, uh, any shopping centre at the time and they were working <laughs> at the checkouts. <laughs> like, okay, we need a picture of you guys. Can you just stand still for a second? <laughs> Once again, we're not laughing at them. We are not laughing at them, but it is the proper, typical 76 um, look. I mean, one of them's got a brilliant afro. I, I am so I am envious of all of them. One of them has a shitash. Yeah... <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it's not a good, it's not a great look. I'm not gonna lie. But well, I, I, what well, do I disagree with you strongly there? Okay, my taste in men is obviously better than yours. Well, you do that, and we'll see how you feel. <laughs> um, but no, like once again, the album, fantastic. I, I feel like I'm very positive on all my albums today. It's not always going to be like this, guys. I promise. Yeah, but sure. uh, another, <laughs> another very good album. Uh, it flows really nicely. Rocky, typical, in your face. Um, and it, like we mentioned about the album cover being a spaceship, it is very space sound, very atmospheric, and. Once again, is that they? I think they even came up with like the Boston sound, which is something that they kind of class albums as now. Um, they were the original with this one. Now I have a little fact for you. This was the second best-selling debut album ever. What's the first? You tell me. What do you think the first? So in this is in the US as well, by the oh, way. In the US. So in the US, what would be the first best-selling debut? Leonard album? Skinner's or the Eagles? Nope. Nope. Because the Eagles wasn't the debut. That, that was Eagles like the fifth. No, I mean whatever the. Oh, yeah. um, no, think more modern. Nineties. Spice Girls. <laughs> Nirvana. Oh, good guess, but no. Tell Guns and Roses. Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. So Guns and Roses was the best-selling debut. This was the second best-selling. So debut. this would have been the best until the Guns and Roses, exactly. Oh. And that's what I, you know, the, this. That praise really does go towards his album because, once again, 
He recorded it in the fucking basement of his house. Yeah. And it turned out to be one of the biggest selling records ever. Um, really, really good. I have to say, standout song would have to be Smoking because it's a song that caught my eye, my ears, should I say, in the, the very original, very first place with the South Park episode. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go with Smoking. Let's give it a listen. Scant Hunt, you can save us. You are the leading troll. That's not my name. <laughs> that was a rocking song. Oh, right? Shake you to your knees. That is, um, if you were at a pub, for example, there was a cover band playing. Everyone. You'd would, get up. Even yeah. like, You'd get up for that yeah. song. Yeah. I, 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 that's a very good point. Like, it's a get up and dance song. Yeah. Even if you never heard it before, by the time you get to two minutes, you everyone's up. It is just a typical bang. It's one of those songs that, yeah, like you said, you don't even if you don't know it, it's something like you feel like you do know it. Yeah. And once again, going back to South Park, uh, the creators, perfect choice of song <laughs> for that moment. Perfect fucking choice. It's fantastic. I really enjoyed that song. This this final best song of the day is going to be really hard. Yeah, I, I, now oh. we're down to five. We've got one more got to go. got one more to go. So, what was your album choice number three? Well, <laughs> um, it's Rush, 2112. Um, um, am I surprised it's Rush? No, <laughs> you should be surprised. I haven't said it already. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I have to really refrain from saying Rush every single year uh, because I just think they are the, the best band ever. Maybe we can do it uh, once every two or three episodes. I'll try to avoid it. You're going to try to avoid it? I will try to avoid it. I'll only do maybe three or four of their albums. He is a massive Rush fan for those who are very, very confused what the fuck we're talking about right now. So, um, the album cover looks a bit weird, to be honest. It's a bit... Not going to lie. Devilish. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, uh, I like the stars. That's kind of... I I have to give... Yeah. I have to give a bit of background to this story. I look forward to hearing it. The year before this album was released, Rush had released an album called Caress of Steel, which commercially was a failure. Um, The subsequent tour, they actually nicknamed Down the Tubes Tour, um, and they were basically getting ready to retire and go back to a normal life. And they had one more album left on their contract. So what album would this have been in total? This is their... um, I should know this off the top of my head. This... This is their fourth album. Right. Um, But the record label basically said to them, right, no more progressive rock, no more 20-minute long songs, no more weird shit, make a good hard rock album, nothing more. And Rush basically went, yeah, 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 we'll do everything you want. And then as as a massive fuck you to the record label, the first song in this album is 20 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) They went ahead and did it anyway. And... It, it was worked, obviously. It, a make or break album for them. And <laughs> luckily for me, it was a hit. Um, this song, uh, this album actually changed my life. What, this particular album? This is the first Rush album I listened to. Before this, I listened to stuff like Green Day. And I mean, Green yeah, is not, nothing wrong Green, with a bit nothing, of Green Day. There's nothing wrong with Green Day. But as somebody who was. For those learning, listeners out there, there's nothing wrong with Green Day. But you, as, you like what you like. I listen to Green Day, I listen to the Ramones, I listen to stuff like this. But 
as a learning guitar player, to hear Rush when you're just starting out on a guitar is like a religious experience. It doesn't even, you don't even have to be a guitar player for any musician, I would say. It's like... They are all very talented at their instruments. I have to say yeah, that. Yeah. You'll be hard pressed to find another band which has such command of their instruments. Um, but yeah, the album itself, the first song, 20 minutes long, um, it is the standout track, but I'm not putting it on the playlist, to be fair, for time, because it would take up half of the playlist already. Uh, <laughs> um, really awesome song, has segments, hard rock segments, acoustic segments, um, hard again, soft. Amazing uh, grand finale called Grand Finale. Just, <laughs> just the best. Then they have other songs about smoking weed. A song called A Passage to Bangkok. What's weed? Wacky Backy. Wacky Backy. Wacky Backy. Um, I don't know what weed is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, um, Mum and Dad, I don't do it. He's never done it. I do heroin instead. Yeah, the good stuff. Um the rest of the songs in the album, none of them are, I mean, they're as good, but they're just not as epic. Um, like I said, as a guitar player, this album is so fun to play along with. So one more question before uh, we listen to the track. You said number three was a commercial failure. Yes. In your opinion, is it good? I think it's brilliant. It's just at that time, it was such a deviation from their first two albums, which were being hard rock, and it suddenly went into like progressive you know, only four song, five songs on the album, you know, mm-hmm. entire sides. It just wasn't what people expected. Okay. Wow, so what is the standout song? Um, the standout song for me is 2112, but I'm going to choose a song called Something for Nothing. Something for Nothing. We're going to give it a little listen and we'll be back in two seconds. Oh, okay. Bloody hell. Oh. I can see why you chose that song. I think this is going to be better for... The podcast under 20 minutes. <laughs> and the general listener won't yeah. be destroyed mentally. Uh, but no, typical Rush. I, I have to say, you, you, their skills is on show. No, very good. Very, very fucking good. Beautiful. Okay, so uh, I think we need to definitely wrap up because we've been talking for far too long. Yeah. So uh, We were aiming for 25 minutes, guys. <laughs> so uh what would you say you what would you think is the best song you've heard today the best song i heard today i'm gonna have to go santana just santana. purely for the 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 i don't know the unexpectancy of it yeah I, i'm gonna have to agree because and i think we got we had a lot of rock today yeah. which is obviously typical with the 70s but i think that Sant- was definitely not rock yeah so well, I, i'm gonna have to go santana santana let me <laughs> I can't yeah. believe we just said that. Well, we both agree <laughs> with that. So Santana is our song of the 1976. If you listeners got any other oh, albums God. that we should definitely <laughs> listen to. <laughs> what? I can't believe we just said our song for 1976 is a song we only just listened to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but... Uh, it is a tune. It, it is, is a song. fucking tune. Uh, once again, like, the other ones are very, very similar, so it's very difficult yeah. to... To you know, make them different from one another. Where Santana is extremely different. So, if you also uh, know of any banging rock albums or songs or anything from 1976, send us an email. Also, if you have any sexual or non-sexual problems, we got Agony Bros here available for you. 
Yeah, let us know at jtsuperfun at gmail.com. JTSuperfun. Uh, what more? Next uh, next week, we're going to talk about... Oh, we need to randomise the year. Oh, okay, let's do yeah, it. Let's do it. <laughs> 2003. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Okay, so do we know anything from 2003? I, I, I would have been born. <laughs> I was alive at the time as well. Uh, I'm thinking, so that would have been indie, alternative... Yeah, alternative rock. Yeah, so that, that's definitely not your cup of tea then. <laughs> I'm sure I can find a few albums from the well, time. Well, we, we, we will see you. We'll catch you on next week's Shit Talk Sunday with the Super Fun Amazing Podcast with Josh and